Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Dark Raven Witch Presents. And tonight, we're going to take you to one of the oldest, continually operating haunted hotels in Southern Oregon, where you can hear disembodied voices, shadowy figures that are seen in the windows, chairs moving on their own, objects go missing, doors slamming by themselves, children can be heard laughing and running around in empty rooms, along with one lonely vampire, and of course, their famous fried chicken. So sit back, pull up a chair, turn off the lights, and get ready for another dark story time. Um, before we get started too far, um, you got, you investigated this, uh, in, right? Yes, ma'am. We sure did. Okay. Well, uh, let's talk about a little bit of the history real quick. And then I want to know, um, how you guys found your way there. Sounds good. Um, okay. So it's a 135 years old. And um, in 2018, they had a reopening after doing a bunch of different renovations. Um, it is the oldest um, continually operating hotel. Yep. And it is in Southern Oregon, right? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so how did you guys find your way there? Oh my goodness, believe it or not, it was right smack dab in the middle of COVID. It was in November of 2020. And luckily, you know, in our little world, we sometimes hook up with different groups, you know, and do things. Mm -hmm. And our daughter, Heather and I were doing some stuff with one of our groups and just a wonderful group of people. And they said, hey, let's do this later in the year. And so we all booked rooms. Okay. And made our way down there the first weekend in November and it was a blast. I want to okay. go back. I need so to what it, So how many of there were you? Um, there were, there were six of us. Okay. Uh, where did you guys start? Well, Heather and I got there the earliest. And so we'd originally booked, we had two rooms because we thought my husband and her boyfriend were going to be coming and neither of them could go so she stayed upstairs in this pretty little room and I stayed downstairs and we just kind of wandered and checked the place out because it was just so welcoming and homey okay and we waited for everybody else to get there and you know everybody got there went to their rooms we went into town for dinner and then we came back and I believe we started on the main level okay what's on the what's on the main level um, let's see. I'm trying to remember. I think there were two rooms, which mine was one of them, and the kitchen and like the living area, the living room. Okay. Um, and they closed, you know, they locked the dining room up. And at that point, they weren't serving meals, you know, because COVID and such. And you did a self check in. So you never even really saw who may be there. 
So um, we ran around in that area and we just started there. I think we investigated probably for like three or four hours. Okay. How long were you guys there for? Just for one night. Okay. Um, I wish we'd stayed two, but you know. And there was another mm -hmm. set of people there that were going to be there for two nights, and they were they had like all their equipment and such, but they really didn't do anything that night. I think it was like a professional courtesy. Hey, there's you guys are only going to be here one night. We're going to do our thing tomorrow night. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> it was it was just it was a blast. Okay. Does it feel um, old? Oh, it feels beautifully old. It reminded me of being at my grandma Stanton's. Her, okay. her house was built, you know, like about 1860. And I loved going to that house. You can just feel it. And, you know, they have done it with love and care. It's not well, modern at all. Right. Well, I read that um, <clears throat> it was a, originally a refuge for early um, Oregon stagecoaches that were yep. heading um, north on the Applegate Trail. Yes. It was like and, 75 cents a night for a bed, okay. a meal, and take a bath. <laughs> and like people would just go, they would go there and socialize. And I, I read that it has two parlors um, and they still keep them furnished pretty um, authentically. Yes. To the time okay and they have like original flooring and some of the bricks even bullet holes <laughs> in some of them that from during that time i have to admit i did not know anything about that you know because i always go in cold i don't want to know anything you know so okay now i have to go back to see the bullet holes <laughs> yeah and i guess john Duggle was the inn's owner from 1922 to 1935 and i guess his like claim to fame was he supposedly made um every night he made these amazing um chicken dinners for his guests and i guess though his recipe and that dish is still prepared today oh, so that's yeah. fun that, yeah right? that is i love it when they do the old recipes like when they went to gettysburg we would eat at the farnsworth and they had like Civil War recipes that they served. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so cool. Was, yeah, it was wonderful. And I can't find the recipe for the one thing that I fell in love with, and I'm still bummed to this day. Um, and it is a national. Uh, it's registered as a historical landmark, right? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. So yes. some of the. Um, things that people have said that they've heard are women's voices. Mm -hmm. um, they see things in the windows, um, doors slamming, baking pans flying across the floor in the kitchen, um, chairs moving, objects missing. You were telling me about um, the ballroom that yep. they hear kids running around up there and playing. Yes. And so didn't you? They have balls up there. If you okay. want to interact with them. Did you guys do some of that? Yes, we did. How did yeah. that turn out? I honestly can't remember. It's been three years. Living <laughs> two years, good Lord. Oh. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to go with nothing happened because I'm pretty sure you would have remembered if something did happen. Yeah, I can't remember anything happening with that. No. Okay. The owner said that... Um, some of the guests okay so some of the guests will feel their feet tickled while in bed 
funny. (laughs) (laughs) And that um, there's a woman's perfume that lingers um, through the hallways and into the the entrance. But there's a really dark, gross smell that um, is on one of the floors that they can't trace from where Mm. it is coming from. Did you guys smell anything or... Not to my knowledge. Anything no. weird? Okay. Nope. It was so, very peaceful and calming. Mm-hmm. We had good interactions, you know, so. Okay. Yeah. I know some of the other um, ghost hunters that I looked up on their experiences, they've said that um, there is a heavy energy that is that goes throughout the building. No, we did not. Not that you got... Nope. Okay. And that room eight is supposedly the most active? Um, I believe one of our couples stayed the night up there and I don't recall anything. The only, we had our interactions in Clark Gable's room. Okay. So let's talk about him for a second. Um, he's in, I think room nine. I think that's his room. Um, yeah, his room is off by itself. It was the big room. Is it okay. Big? a big nice room and it, it's beautiful and it was okay. very comfortable um but he and carol lombard both came through to us on the equipment what were the what what came through um we got carol's name okay um and trying to remember exactly you know the sadness you could feel that because he went and stayed there for like two months after she died in the plane crash Mm -hmm. well i know that that was like their place to go they really liked that that location yep are you there so oh mm -hmm. wow my computer just did something funky sorry there there you are again um so i know they stayed there I know they stayed there, so um, that's nice, though, to think that they'll meet there in the afterlife at their favorite spot. Yeah. Um, One of them said something like they had a regret or they were sorry, and we were like, you know, you have nothing to regret, nothing to be sorry about. You know, we just kind of talked to them. And but we it was a good feeling that we had. It's like that was we were just all so excited that they actually chose to come through for us. Okay. Um, one medium said that the ghosts seem very happy um, at that location uh, and that they're active because they're happy with all the renovations and how they're keeping everything um, pretty yeah. much authentic to how the time was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And basically, they're kind of looking at it just like friendly acts of mischief. Yeah, I agree because, like I said, when we got there and we walked in, you felt like you were home. It was a it was a happy place. Mm-hmm. There was absolutely no feeling of anything. Because did you read about the vampire? We'll talk about him in a minute. <laughs> uh, but okay, so this spot, some of the um, some of the famous people that have stayed there were. Um, which I was surprised to hear, Mary Pickford and Douglas Fairbanks. Yes. Um, John. 
Mm-hmm. John Wayne and Orson Welles. President Rutherford B. Hayes stayed there and Sinclair Lewis. But my favorite story is that Jack London stayed there. And I guess he loved that in so much that he stayed um, there a lot. And he um, stayed there with his wife one summer. Well, his second wife. And he finished his novel, Valley of the Moon. Yeah. And... Um, they have preserved his room there, and I mm-hmm. guess past guests have seen his apparition. And um, they've even caught some uh, disembodied voices of him that can be heard mm-hmm. there. That'd so that's so nice. Fun. Yes, we went and saw his little area. You know, you can't stay in it, obviously, but they have it there, and you can go and look. And it, it's, it's really cool okay. that they have preserved it in that manner. That's nice. Yes. I'm sure he loves that. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so let's talk about the vampire. Um, So he's been seen on the grounds and also inside of the inn, but mostly on the grounds. Um, Fangs, blood around his mouth. Um, Now, I also read, though, that they think that it's the ghost of a mentally disturbed person who wishes that he was seen as a monster yes what's your take on that that's my take is if there is something like that first off we had one of our investigators as as a young man and he went out and spent quite a bit of time outside okay and came back in and he was just as comfortable outside as inside okay and if there is any sort of entity like that, I believe it would be somebody that, that needed some attention and would be presenting okay. themselves in that manner. But I, no, there was no feeling of anything along those lines. We all were kind of like, there's what? And <laughs> goes outside and he's like, no, there wasn't a what. Mm-mm. You know? So what about, okay, my question then would be, okay, what about a cryptid instead of a entity now that's possible okay definitely very possible you know i mean they report things like that all over the place Mm -hmm. um we just didn't we weren't blessed or graced with that (laughs) visual (laughs) Um, but you would have sensed if, if it was something negative yeah, um, oh, man. yeah, I would have. We weren't far, <clears throat> excuse me, from the little tiny ghost town of Golden, which is just a couple miles away. Uh-huh. And all kinds of strange things have been known to happen there. There's supposedly a secret coven back there. I don't know if there is or not. Um, okay. But, you so know, close, close to the vicinity. Yeah. You okay. Know, just be a group of hippies that are living there and just want to be left alone. I mean, we've got a lot of those in some of our, our hill areas. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. but people like to make up stories. But no, it was a peaceful place, and it's so affordable. Oh my goodness, I almost fell over. Well, and the owner was talking about how they um, obviously their busy time is October, and mm-hmm. um, they do do some tours. Um, but they encourage people if they don't want to stay, they totally welcome just visitors who want to come and check it out because they're curious or, you know, just go into the bathroom, which I guess there's a lot of cold spots in their bathrooms. Um, just like their regular main entrance. And, um, they seem, they seem 
uh, eager for whatever kind of visitor. You don't have to just stay there. Yes, the first to... time I, we were there was in 2018, and we, June, Heather, and I stopped, and they let us. They're like, "Well, we're not, you know, officially open right now. You know, we haven't cleaned rooms and different things, but you're more than welcome to to check it out." Okay. Now if the doors are closed. You know, let's presume that somebody's still in there. You know, respect. We went through there, and they had no problem with it. They're just as sweet as could be. Okay. I know that there is a story of a female um, stagecoach driver that died there. And female stagecoach drivers were not uh, super known oh, back then. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so that supposedly she's still there as well. But I mean, you have to figure for this being one of the oldest hotels in that area. Yeah. There has to be a lot of stuff going on there. in general (laughs) lots of cowboys I mean you got a lot of cowboys and they're coming in and they're a little you know rough around the edges so I'm sure they have right Um, but they I guess they also have a deluxe one of the very first deluxe outhouses just outside of the back door Yeehaw! And that was like a big thing. <laughs> Two seater, you could go in with your sweetie and hold hands. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and be, I think because it was so peaceful and so scenic and so serene that it was a big retreat for, um, you know, artists, actors, and writers. So, you know, it takes right. So it's a good place where I'm sure a lot of um, energy was exerted as far as like mental uh grounding and everyone going there to relax so i'm sure it was a peaceful place that you know even on the other side they still find enjoyed it that much yeah i can Mm -hmm. i would not be surprised john wayne was there you know we just didn't have the pleasure of meeting him okay he stayed there when they filmed rooster cogburn okay so yeah um yeah I plan on going back and I'd like to stay for at least two nights, you know, because right. like we talked before, you can't say, okay, I'm going to be here. You have to perform tonight. Right. So if you had to rate this as haunted, which I always ask you, haunted or not, what mm-hmm. is your, what's your evaluation? I believe that it is. Okay. I definitely do. And I do not believe I am my personal opinion and feelings and experience did not find anything negative okay well good nobody there seems to be well that's negative no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) or you slept through it right well i mean and most of the accounts are very light and um not nefarious at all so you're probably right on target with that. Yeah, none of us felt uncomfortable. And like I said, Heather slept in her own room upstairs by herself and she was perfectly fine and happy. Mm -hmm. Nobody bothered her either. Well, darn it. I guess she needed a double night stay. (laughs) Yeah, we'll just have to do a double night. You'll just have to join me and we'll spend a couple of nights there and see what sort of trouble we can get into. Okay, sounds good. Yeah. All right, you guys, thanks for joining us for another dark story time. It wasn't so dark, but still was a story time. 
All right, you guys, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. <laughs>